Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. I did, and I did call you old, you 32-year-old. I'm only 230 years old. I'm mad at you putting my actual government age out there. Now I can never lie and get into the MLB. Well, <laughs> you made the Little League World Series? <laughs> no, I 16. <laughs> Seems legit. <laughs> DAC says. <laughs> oh, the age of these kids in the Little League World <clears throat> Series are just rising up and crashing through. Third time's a charm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is. It's that show that talks about the news happening around us and how it shapes the culture that defines us with our pop perspective to put the culture in context and make the mainstream make, make sense. sense because if we do not make sense we do not make dollars holla did we say who we were this no is, you didn't this that's is what i was gonna say this is doc and this is ziggy and and we are the floods we are the flood with doc and ziggy <laughs> and, and we are live actually right now on wednesday yeah, shout out to our listeners on there we're trying we something new today to try to pretend that you're not there to make it a coherent, relevant show. Yeah, um, so here's what we're gonna try today um, and moving forward. We're gonna go live on Wisdom when we record. Because the last time we were live on here, we got some guest who was telling us about the time he was hit with a crowbar, but never told us what the situation of the crowbar hitting was. So we're gonna run down the show as per normal, and in the second half of the show, we will open up uh, to some of you listeners who have been tuning in on Wisdom, and you guys can chime in and give your opinions on some of the things that we're running down today. But some of the things that happened in pop culture, we have uh, R. Kelly and Galene Maxwell getting their due time in lockup. Uh, a WWE-style brawl broke out on a cruise line this week over an alleged threesome. NBA free agency happened. Cameron Diaz is coming out of retirement and jumping into a movie with Jamie Foxx. Howard Stern is going to run for president, and with this all world going on, I'm not even going to count him out of it. And you know we got to talk about that crazy January 6th testimony, the surprise Woo! testimony. <laughs> it's like the new challenger approaching in Smash Brothers. Like, you just done playing your friend, and then it's just like... We're going to dig into some more... Um, Supreme Court narratives here with this uh, whole abortion fiasco. But we like to start the show off by putting the culture into context and putting it into perspective by telling you what happened in history on this day one week from today. Next Saturday night, we're sending you back to the future. So for everybody listening on Wisdom, we say that because the day that the we're the day that the pod will actually come out is not the day that we're recording. So for perspective, we like to use the day that the pod will actually drop and not the day that we're recording, which is today. The day yeah. before 
4th of July, so if you hear fireworks going off, can't do anything about that. Yeah, so we're talking about the events that happened on July 9th. And surprisingly, in 1776, oh, on buddy. July 9th, the Declaration of Independence was read to Washington's troops in New York. How do you think George Washington would feel about the State of the Union as we're speaking today? Deep sigh. Yeah. Okay, okay, so what do we got next? In 1914, the Boston Red Sox purchased the contract for one George Herman Babe Ruth from the minor league Baltimore Orioles. Mm. Shout out to the local. <laughs> um. Do you know that Babe Ruth's, where his house used to be, is in center field of Camden Yards? <laughs> I feel like, did they do that on purpose? I'm not sure. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. But like, his house that he grew up in. like is er dead center field. Yeah. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. All right, next. <laughs> So in 1962, Andy Warhol has his first West Coast gallery. Mm. Bringing that pop art to the... To the pop perspective, right? Yeah. And to the pop culture... Center? Core? Andy, vortex? So Club? Andy Warhol, in, in your book, where does he stand? As far as, like, would you call him the godfather of pop art? Um, I love Andy... Because really all he did was just look at things in a different way. Just like every, every single, I know that's really super vague and awful, but like, like seriously, like why can't a tomato can be art? That person, that marketing person put time and effort to create that label. The people who built that machinery to make that can still made that can like really like cursory google search led me to the answer that the godfather of or one of the godfathers of pop art is uh derek bosher who became a leader of the british pop movement in the early 1940s it looks like uh no it couldn't have been the 1940s uh it had to be the 1970s but really, it's just seeing the value in the art that's put into popular culture instead right. of just disregarding whatever it is as a material object. A can of Campbell's soup really before Andy was just it was that. It was a can of Campbell's soup. But when you look at it through the pop art perspective, you can see that, like, yes, the label itself is a piece of art that was done and created by somebody. Mm. So really, it's just a reframing of capitalist propaganda uh, but I mean like it shouldn't surprise you I love cross like cross cultural references and what I call culture cultural artistry I mean yeah no I get it it's just sometimes I feel like um, I don't want to say Andy Warhol is overrated because I feel like I'm gonna get you know blown up for that but <laughs> the Campbell soup thing I mean I don't know I just feel like Keith Haring was doing a lot more. Basquiat even was being a bit Keith more Haring subversive. Keith was using glorified stick figures. Yeah, but he was doing more with, I feel like he was doing more with the glorified stick figures than fucking Andy Warhol was by like I, making a Campbell's soup can negative. Who has a bigger impact on perspective of American pop culture? Andy Warhol or Norman Rockwell? 
I feel like you set me up with that. Because if I say Norman Rockwell, then, like, I sound like a boomer, right? No, I'm not going to lie. Like, when I think of, like, Americana and a lot of, like, the images of, like, you know, like, the good America. Like, uh, like, a lot of okay, it, all right, calm down. Like, like the goodness, as, as Samwise would say, the stories that are worth fighting for are Norman Rockwell paintings. I mean, like, look at some Norman Rockwell paintings. Like, they're all just like, oh, that's I've so seen nice. Norman Rockwell. Okay, all right. So, what what other this day in histories do we have today? Let's not get hung up. Well, in 1999, American Pie was released. <laughs> now, now, now we're talking about pop art. Okay, <laughs> all right. Now we're talking about master classes and really dissecting American culture. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bare lizard brain. <laughs> For people who haven't seen that movie or haven't seen it in a long time, it has not aged well. No, I mean, I feel like... It's still funny, but it's more... It's not comfortable to watch anymore. Like, I mean, like I said, if you look at it through a different lens, right, where it's dissecting, like, I guess, some of the more toxic aspects of teen sex culture. Would right? you say like, that, the, that American Pie at this point, while at first it was just made to be a comedy, has since then transformed is transcended, itself into a farce? Yeah, uh, no, more like, how do I put it? Like a turn back in your face, like, oh, this is what y'all thought was funny. He literally exposed this girl on the internet to tons of people she didn't know and got her whole like student foreign exchange thing canceled. Right, because he was horny? Yeah. He could have just used the pie from the start. He ruined her life. He did use the pie, right? <laughs> he used the this fuck out of the pie. This is a question that we've actually talked about before. Whatever happened to Shaw William Scott? Uh, he was in Role Models with um, Ant-Man, yeah, right? Paul was, Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. And uh, and is coolin' after that, right? He made Dude Wears... I'm sure he's... How much... Do you residuals do you think he gets from Dude Where's My Car? I don't know, but that's also one that hasn't aged as gracefully as you would think. <laughs> <laughs> you what does my tattoo we say? Should, we should watch Dude Where's My Car. No, and, why? On, we should watch <laughs> why? Dude Where's My Car and Malibu's Most Wanted. And then just like, you know how Jesus and Marrow had the problematic alarm? Uh, just like check mark and see which one scores higher. <laughs> like CinemaSins, but for problematic shit? Yeah. Okay, next. Like, we're gonna laugh at all of them still. Just be like, yeah, we should be. Check. All right, so what do we, What else do we have? And in 2018, Donald Trump named Brett Kavanaugh as his nominee for the Supreme Court. Speaking of the Supreme Court, have you seen that there is a petition to get Clarence Thomas impeached from his seat on the Supreme Court? I'm all for it. I just kind of feel like it's funny, right? Because where was all the smoke for Kavanaugh, right? Like, if we're gonna impeach people for being assholes, this man was literally an asshole at a trial where he was accused of being an asshole. And everybody was like, oh, well, he got through the trial. I guess that's it. That's all that we could do. But, you know, Clarence Thomas goes out there and cosplays Uncle Ruckus for a few weeks. And now everybody's like, yeah, we got the smoke, let's ride out. 
it's it's just wild to go pick them both up is all i'm saying i'm just saying like since since we got all this energy for clarence thomas we you might as Google well his address real quick we might as well spin the block there's no need to they've doxed them so fucking hard the supreme court is actually calling for maryland and virginia to start enforcing their picketing laws um because they're tired and scared of having people voice their opinions about the opinion they voiced yeah uh fuck out of here dog it's just basically just going hey maryland virginia can you just stop people from quoting my tweet yeah pretty pretty much dog it's like how how can you be so entitled right i guess it's because they literally hold the quote unquote highest seat in the land right and i if elected will do my best to make that shit better. For our wisdom listeners, yeah. Zig is running for... I am running for... <gasps> Anne Arundel County Democratic Central Committee member, District 31 seat, one of four two male members. Because there has to be two male and two female members on the committee because diversity. <laughs> because diversity something uh the supreme court and it seems the rest of the united states governmental structure is severely lacking um newsflash i don't know who that's news to it's the meme the astronaut meme wait america's been oppressive to minorities always has been <laughs> <laughs> so it's so we're at a position where Clarence Thomas is under fire because of his recent statements on getting other um, rulings reversed, such as ones for contraception and even gay marriage and things of that nature. And people are, you know, rightfully starting to speak about the narratives of how far are they willing to go with this, right? Like other states in the country, something like close to half of the states in the country have abortion laws that are on the docket to be passed here, most likely because most of these states are also Republican held states. What we are seeing is a situation where if Biden doesn't really step in to do something, then uh, we are facing a religious crusade here, right? Like they've gone full fucking jihad if we can just be like coy that's not being coy about it let's not be coy about it it's, i mean jihad by translation literally means a religious war. Crew, yeah it, it is a religious war they have and this is what they spent the last four years doing right they have packed the court system with all all of these far-right religious conservative judges who are now doing things to roll back fundamental like i mean the supreme court literally like the same week ruled on a case in new york that made concealed carry uh regulations like unconstitutional throughout the united states um they also rolled back epa regulations that make it easier to get away with not poisoning the, yeah, like not filtering um emissions from power plants I, I, w- I was gonna say not give a fuck about uh what we're doing to the goddamn planet <laughs> it's it's, we're not even in June or July yet, right? Like July just started and we've already had some of the uh, trending hottest days on record. Like, uh, who's tired of hearing that, right? We've been hearing that for the last five years. Newsflash, it's not news. We're gonna keep hearing it. <laughs> Cause apparently, uh, you know, the people in power don't fucking care. We've been saying it for the last five years, right? <laughs> 
uh, I think some of our listeners here on Wisdom would argue that we've probably been saying it for a lot longer than that, right? Well, five years is longer than the Confederacy lasted. I, so I just want to put into perspective, every, everybody, that the, uh, the, con- the Confederacy lasted for 1,520 days. It started on February 8th, 1861, and the surrender of the army was April 9th, 1865. I just want to say, 1,520 days. There are 728 episodes of The Simpsons, <laughs> 1,115 <laughs> episodes of Pokemon, what the excluding fuck? OVAs and movies, 389 episodes of Family Guy, 317 of South Park. If you watched one episode of those a day, you would get to finish two, max, and just start to get onto a third one. This is where it gets interesting, right? So the longest running program is actually General Hospital with over 14,000 episodes. So uh, I broke it down into- Wait, that's the longest running TV show? And counting. And the average runtime of an episode of General Hospital is 42 minutes. If you broke down the amount of minutes that actually uh, made up the existence of the Confederacy, you end up with 2,190,195.064 minutes and the decibel points are actually give or take because of leap year math. And if you do every episode of General Hospital at an average runtime of 42 minutes, you get 616,000, which means if you were a person living in the Confederacy, you would watch 3.5 episodes of General Hospital a day. A day. Before the fall of the Before Confederacy. Before the fall of the Confederacy. Hey, yo, you know what I just... I have one thing to say. That Adderall be hitting, don't it? <laughs> this was actually driving around doing DoorDash. And, like, you just be thinking about shit at a certain, yeah. at a certain time. And I'm just like... I, I like to... Because the thing is, is I, I made the point where the Confederacy lasted less than five years. That's basically just people never shutting up about high school. For over 200 years. So you're saying that what effectively is happening right now is the GOP is the guy who can't stop talking about how he was that quarterback. Block in 94. <laughs> that block he made in 94. That uh, still get standing ovations for. You remember the good old days. You remember that time? The senior prank? Where yeah. you could spit on your slaves. Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, other things, LeBron James has uh, played in the NBA five times longer than the Confederacy lasted. That's crazy. Yep. Did you say five times longer? He's going into his 20th season. Mm, mm. Recently, a Burger King employee went viral for receiving a, uh, I guess what you would call a celebratory award ceremony for not missing a day of work for 27 years straight, right? Now, what would you say, what kind of gift would you say would be appropriate for somebody who hadn't missed work for a day, not a single day of work for 27 years? At a Burger King. At a Burger King, in an airport, no less. Probably like a cruise, a vacation. 
Kevin Ford, 54, toiled away as a cashier and a cook at the uh, chain in McCarran's International Airport since 1995. On his 27th anniversary came along, his bosses gifted him a backpack stuffed with movie tickets, a Starbucks cup, candy, and chocolate. Fox 11 reported a video of him accepting the gift went viral and soon after internet viewers started to complain and you know point out the fact that this was kind of like disgraceful and pathetic his daughters uh set up a gofundme for their dad seeking to raise about 200 dollars. but as of the time posted of this new york post article the gofundme has reached over three hundred thousand dollars. so wait his daughter was just trying to get 200 bucks so i feel like you know this is once again like charity porn but but three hundred thousand dollars for somebody who hasn't missed a single day of work is something burger king could have easily sneezed at and has probably sneezed at over like frivolous like sexual harassment lawsuits and stuff now um i know that they are also like one of those franchisee kind of things so maybe this isn't something that like the corporation had anything to do with the article did say it was his bosses who got together and put this an uh, package together right so i mean that's expensive real estate to have a fast food place in an airport right and i like i said i don't know if this was the franchise owner or if it was just the managers there right but either way i it, probably a combination of the two right i'm gonna give them a pass and say three hundred thousand wasn't in their budget but it was in Burger King's. <laughs> They've spent more money on stupider fucking ads than that, bro. <laughs> like, do you remember the Burger King racing game? Do you remember Sneak King? Do you remember Spicy Ketchup? <laughs> listen, listen. Um, I miss Spicy Ketchup. Burger King has been missing a lot of its layups in the <laughs> in the last, like, they did that, like, uh, depressed meal or whatever instead of the happy meal. <laughs> um, <laughs> They've been trying to be real subversive, and I feel like they, they really dropped the ball here. And if they really want... I definitely remember Burger King being, like, more relevant, like, in the early 2000s. I, look, what 90s. I'm saying is if they, really, if they really want clout, then they need to double down, right? They need to match that 300,000. Why the fuck not, right? <laughs> like, set this thing up. I thought you were about to say match the Jack Harlow meal. No, no. Maybe set this nigga up with a date with Sweetie, and no, that's not. Women are not prizes. Um, yeah. No, just give him another 300,000, dog. He didn't miss a day in 27 years. That's crazy fucking commitment and dedication, my nigga. Like, I... I get a headache and call out. I'm, I'm not gonna hold you, son. I'm not gonna hold you. I just feel like. Um, I mean, like, I, I feel like. And once again, here like comes. A week long cruise, I think, would be like. A totally. Like, for me, that seems reasonable and also really, like, awesome. I think it's really awesome that the internet and people around the world came together to really give this man the reward that he deserves for that kind of dedication to a company that doesn't fucking deserve it. And it's just another example of how really unbalanced this fucking system is, how hard work doesn't, I mean, it doesn't pay off unless you go viral. And that's what fucking sucks about it, right? Yeah. Oh, well, if it just means going viral, I have an idea. Let's go tackle Dace of Pal. That'll work. <laughs>
Dave Chappelle, I'm not. I I think it's clear that we've seen he is not the uh, he is one not to one fuck to with. be trifled with. Other speculative news. I was gonna say another food news. Another food news. Another food. You got news. more food news for us? Chick Fil A is apparently America's most popular fast food chain for the eighth year in a row. Oh, that's right. Speaking of fast food chains and how they run America, <laughs> Chick Fil A. Despite being its um, anti-LGBTQ supporting self, yep. uh, closed on Sundays, Chick as Kanye no would say. Did you say chick no gay? Yeah. I'm sure I'm not the first person to make that joke. It's the first time I've heard this shit, um, but it's quite accurate. Is it offensive to make fun of somebody being offensive? I mean, not in theory, I guess. Like, if you say something tongue-in-cheek to s talk about somebody else saying something offensive, is it offensive to call it out by using basic satire and irony? But engaging in that same so, diction that they are using. I think it's ironic that Chick-fil-A once again has topped the American Customer Service Satisfaction Index for the eighth year in a row, maintaining its number one spot um, as a full service restaurant, right? Uh, being followed second by Jimmy John's, no less. What? <laughs> That's wild. Jimmy John's sandwiches are awful. Yeah. They're well, so bad. Apparently, their customer service is great. Uh, Chick-fil-A maintained its score of 83, and Jimmy John's came in at a score of 79. I don't know quite exactly what the metric is and how those things are weighed out. Um, but I'm sure they, like... So whenever I do a delivery and I have to pick up from Chick-fil-A... I'm always just trying to catch them. I'm like, thanks, man. My pleasure. I'm like, damn it. They Do really are brainwashed. Domino's and KFC both scored a 78. Chipotle, Panera, Pizza Hut, Starbucks all scored 77. Uh, restaurants that scored around 76 include Arby's, Five Guys, and Papa John's along with Burger King. Coming in at dead last, however, though, and this is behind uh, other restaurant changes such as Dunkin' Donuts and Sonic and Taco Bell, right, was McDonald's at a paltry 68% down from, down 3% from last year, right? So America is not satisfied with the Golden Arches at all as of recently. As somebody who picks up from McDonald's a lot, doing deliveries I kind of get it I kind of get it like I could be standing at McDonald's for like legit five minutes make eye contact with several different people and they don't even say hi you or, welcome to McDonald's or nothing you actually go inside McDonald's like I, I can't to. remember the last time oh because you do the dash yeah. yeah nah I can't remember the last time I actually stepped inside a fast food restaurant like it was it was pre-COVID, I feel like. Going through them drive-throughs, it's just, it's, so for me, the customer service isn't the issue as much as I feel like the quality of food at McDonald's. I feel like they're trying to up their aesthetic and they're like covering the difference in the and, budget by- the amount <laughs> of shit that they have. Yeah, but they're covering like, got, the difference like, in the quality by like taking the money away from the quality of food that they make, son. 
Like, I don't give a fuck if McDonald's look like it did in the 1980s. If the burgers is hitting them burgers, them quarter pounders is weak, son. It gotta be a quarter pound with like all of the stuff on it, not just the patty. There's no way that fucking, and I've cooked on a line grill before, right? Like I know that when you see a quarter pound burger, it's smaller than when it started out. All right, so let's just be honest about McDonald's food for a second. Go for it. All of it, every single bit of it is just a vessel for their sauce. Their sauce is the best thing at McDonald's. What sauce do you get from McDonald's? Barbecue, sweet and sour, hot mustard. I'm not gonna lie to you, that McDonald's barbecue sauce is cracked, dog. I don't know what the fuck kind of specific barbecue sauce it is. Well, there's, but... apple, there's apple cider vinegar in it. I, I, I've, I've gotten stoned enough to where I was like pulling out. What are you, a like... fucking barbecue sauce sommelier? <laughs> a saucy a saucy sommelier? <laughs> That sounds hey, like a porn title. Saucy <laughs> He goes around testing the fragrance of all the different vaginas. <laughs> He's actually a gynecologist for his day job. I'd, I'd like to take a moment to address our wisdom listeners. Um, I don't know exactly what you guys thought you were in for, but I hope you're enjoying what it is you have found for the evening. <laughs> You know, when we open up the phone lines, let us know what your favorite fast food restaurant is. Are you still going to fast food restaurants? Or are you trying to eat more local, you right, know, support so smaller what, what businesses? Is, where, what is the line for fast food? Um, Chipotle, you inherently have to go inside. I feel like if there's a, mm, right, because I was going to say if there's a drive-thru, right? That's fast food. But Starbucks has a drive-thru. Is that fast food? If you order your food and you pay for it and you get it in less than five minutes after you pay for it, that's fast food. You know, right, uh, like, that so if might you're... explain why McDonald's customer service is so low. <laughs> like, if you get your food as you pay for it, that's fast food, right? Like, if you got to sit and wait, because then Wawa could be considered a fast food restaurant. To me, that's like gas station food, which is another tier. It's, it's another category. But I mean, some Royal Farms, if you on the East Coast, I don't know if they have Royal Farms on the West Coast, but uh, Royal Farms, right? There's some of them, like the bigger ones at truck stops, they have places where you can sit down and eat at. Yeah, but nobody does. I've definitely seen people sitting down and eating at that bitch, right? Like, especially if you on a road trip and you want to just like... Oh, that's fair. But like McDonald's, you can get, like they have like icy smoothies now and like McFrappes and all this other crap. <laughs> like you could get a Cinnabon from McDonald's. And you know what? I tried that Cinnabon. You know what? It still tasted like a Cinnabon from McDonald's. I could almost smell the cardboard that it was pulled out from. Damn. Damn. Because we've worked in food. We know how those are packaged and stored. They're all probably shipped in little cardboard trays, vacuum sealable plastic. Speaking of getting shipped away, um, R. Kelly, uh, recently sentenced for, uh, was it, it was something wild, right? Like, like 30 years. It wasn't, right? no, no, I'm not even talking about the time, right? Like they got him on something wild. It wasn't even like sex trafficking, I don't think. I don't have it up in front of me, but yeah, 30 years and he's currently on suicide watch because, you know, they're afraid that he might off himself. I used to think wow. that I could not go on. I, I do not sanction life this. Is nothing but I don't support this. Along with R. Kelly. Oh shit, they ride too. Along with R. Kelly, 
Y'all can put the pieces together. <laughs> the Robin Hood to Jeffrey Epstein's Batman was also convicted. Ghislaine Maxwell will be doing, what, 20 years? I think it's funny that they got different sentences. <laughs> Just a little bit, right? Like the same way I think it's funny that people are, you know, trying to get Clarence Thomas impeached and not Brett Kavanaugh. I'm not trying to make it a race thing. It just, it seems kind of, also, you know, she's a woman and she was just, you know, hypnotized by blah, 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 blah. Man, fuck all that, right? And also, like- Also, she wasn't actually doing it. Man, fuck all that. If you've seen them documentaries and you listen to the testimony of some of the women that were trafficked by them, she was like the, the main one out there running tricks, right? Like Jeff had clients and stuff that he had to meet with. So she was the one that, she was the madam dog. She was bringing them in. I don't feel like she, either one of them got enough time to be completely honest with you. I mean, R. Kelly is old enough that 30 years for him probably means life in prison. But Ghislaine Maxwell, that she need to go under the fucking jail. I don't think there's anybody out there that will argue differently at this point, right? But I mean, even felons have kids. Once again, as we talked about previously in a couple of, in our prior episodes with the whole Johnny Depp trial going on, right? I didn't feel like that trial was important as some of the other trials that yeah. were happening, right? And I feel like even this R. Kelly trial pales in comparison to this Ghislaine Maxwell trial because we're talking about- Which we got like no video. No, uh, no testimony. No, I ain't even seen transcript uh, anything. And maybe that's just because, you know, it's not readily if available. If transcripts were released, I would just like throw that shit into text to speech and listen to it. But you would think that if transcripts were released that, you know, somebody's out there digging for the shit. And I feel like the fact that it hasn't gone at least mainstream on Reddit or some of these underground socials, it's very fucking telling, right? Because we don't know who any of their clientele is and that has to have come out in this fucking trial, right? Yeah. Like, we don't know some of their methods of trafficking, right? Like, how how are they getting these girls internationally through and throughout the, of course, obviously the money, right? But I mean, like, the systems that they were fucking using well, to do this TV shit. have told me through shipping containers. Uh, speaking of shipping containers, uh, that terrible tragedy that happened this week where the 46 bodies they found in the back of that truck. What? Are you, oh, so you didn't hear about this? God, no. you're gonna make me pull up the article. So according to the Houston Chronicle, a truck with 46 dead immigrants inside of it was found alongside of the road. On Monday, right? Uh, so a semi truck was found Monday in San Antonio, Texas. I can't get past the pay gate. Uh, um, so yeah, let's just. All right. That's that's right, no, that's no, 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 the information no, no. What, that we have. What's had. the first sentence again? A semi truck was found on Monday in San Antonio, Texas, with 46 dead immigrants inside of it. All right. I don't really need. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't really. It sounds like a writing prompt, honestly. It sounds like a terrible fucking tragedy, a right? A terrible tragedy writing prompt. Um, and the narratives that are spinning up around it because we don't have much information because- it There's was, a paywall in the article. And it was also an illegal smuggling ring. So investigations are underway as to what exactly happened here. The narratives that are spinning around this whole incident are that, you know, this is Biden's fault for not imposing more strict regulations on like his 
on immigration between the two states right they're blaming this on the fact that they just like you know kind of throw them back and don't really do anything to process or make sure they can't come back through other people are of course you know saying the opposite that this is a result of the strict immigration policy and that if we loosened up border restrictions that people wouldn't be so desperate as to pile up in the back of a fucking truck with no ac right to try and get across that and i think you know once again it would do everybody here a service to kind of look at the human perspective of this right and really be like what would make somebody so desperate that that is the chance that they were willing to take to get to a better life it, that's really what i feel like a lot of this border crossing shit comes down to is we're so busy arguing about territory we're not looking at the source issue here and it's why are these people fleeing right and i mean of course like we know why they're fleeing like the destabilization in south america is beyond bonkers right even in countries that are established like brazil right you've got you still got uh jair bolsonaro down there y'all look into brazilian politics it's wild yeah I was there gonna... was a story last year it was like a a famous childhoods actress ended up becoming president, but also she ran a sex cult at the same time. I was gonna say he's just as corrupt as Trump, right? If not more capable than what Trump was. So Trump corrupt, but not incompetent. I still, it still seems like he's slightly incompetent. Like that's the crazy thing with a lot of these conservatives right now, right? Is they are <laughs> incompetent, but confident enough to be successful at their incompetency which is a skill set that i can't take away from them because that on a resume they're winning i i and i'm not afraid to say that right like with what's been going on here in the united states it's very clear that the conservative narrative that is being pushed right now is really establishing a foothold that could take off running at any minute 46 dead bodies in the back of a truck right you know each one of those bodies had a name each one of those bodies had somebody that loved them and also like the uvalid shooting you know um they are uvaldi is it uval i've heard it pronounced several different ways at this point so i'm not going to try and pretend like i know the correct pronunciation all i know but what i do know is is that they are calling for that police commissioner to be impeached as well or decommissioned i don't know uh what the proper word for that is confusing things about the english language since you were just talking about the pronunciation of Uvalde versus, what did you say? Uvalid? Yeah. Do you know how to spell Brett Favre's last name? I thought you were going to ask me if I know how to spell and I was going to have to kick no, you, you out of my- No, do you know how to spell Brett Favre's last name? Isn't it F-A-R-V-E? No, it's F-A-V-R-E. F-A-V-R-E? That's awkward. That's real awkward. Um, Just kind of like, how awkward it is to find out that the police commissioner commanded his unit to hold off from entering the school for up to an hour during the whole entire incident right and more and more things just keep coming out about how insane the call was that was being made and what took them so long to actually enter the building and 
uh, the citizens are rightfully upset, right? Like they are, they are calling for this man's, and he has been put on administrative leave. It's not certain. It hasn't been stated whether it's paid or not, but they are also not honoring his absence at the committee meeting as um, an excused one. And if he's not, it's something like if he doesn't make a certain amount of the meetings, then he immediately or ultimately loses his position on the board so they're they're trying to like force this man out as i said rightfully so because this this tragedy definitely at this point in time should have been preventable we've been it's it's crazy because i don't understand why uh this is a trend for us so here's the thing it's, about preventative measures in general and not even just about like guns vaccines gun safety whatever Prevention, the only way to show if it's successful is if there's nothing there. So you're looking for a problem where if it's doing its job, won't be there. Well, with the Supreme Court recently, you know, dropping that ruling where concealed carry restrictions are unconstitutional, don't you think it'll make it easier for things like this to happen? Or, you know, do you feel like, cause there's some indication that states will put in place laws where it'll restrict it on certain, like, you know, government grounds or like in schools and things of that nature. I just feel like our government is really in a place right now where it's kind of like, I don't know, fucking you decide, right? Like you didn't like what we did with Trump. So now like, we're just gonna do what we feel is right. And and if you, you decide right and if you don't like it then do something about it right well, you can leave. <laughs> when, well, if you want to do something about it you can vote for dan glennon i'd vote for him and you can too some people did decide to do something about it and, like dan glennon he threw his hat in the ring or QAnon shaman right and everybody who stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Um, you the, know what, every time I look at the QAnon Shaman, I'm just like, I think there's a magic card that looks just like this. So you've been watching a lot of the uh, testimony and things of that nature. Did you see- uh, the, the January 6th? Yeah. Every minute. So you saw the Cassidy Hutchins. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about of it? Uh, give us your take on everything she said. So the first five committee hearings, it's all amazing TV. But like the first five was like watching the West. Okay. And you're like, wow, this is like really well done. Way to go, Aaron Sorkin. And then this next one was like watching a fucking episode of Jerry Springer. Like she was just like, yeah, like. I saw the P tape. I saw it. <laughs> they showed it to me. And they were. I didn't like, ask. I was in the room when I was. He was throwing his plate of food. They had to like catch up off the wall. Yeah, like, nah, that shit was crazy. And Trump's like, I have no idea who she is. And they pulled up a blueprint of the White House. And they're like, look, her office is literally 20 feet away. For our listeners, she did not see the P-tape, but she did claim to see this man throw a plate of ketchup. at the. It wasn't a plate of ketchup. It was a- It, it, might, as, it might have been. It might as well have been a plate of ketchup that he threw at the wall in disgust and anger over the fact that they could not find um, 
examples of election fraud. Yeah. Which it turns out he then went and committed himself or yeah. tried to have committed. So that's why he was mad, right? Because he was like, no, but I did. I, I did the election fraud and nobody. What do you mean you can't find it? And they were like, sir, do you really want us to tell people you did that? And and it seems like maybe maybe he did right because they that's there were literally about three people in the whole white house that were like yeah election was stolen everybody else was like you're fucking nuts no dude they literally had people um who were set up to go commit election fraud at specific locations throughout the country, right? Oh, like, yeah, those fake electives. Yeah. Uh, the fake electors that they basically conned into thinking that they would have been doing a legit real job. And remember when we were um, covering it at the time, there were examples of different like pollers and things like that uh, and voting officials around the country who were stuffing ballots and double voting to prove that people could do it. And <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is once again Donald Trump is playing 4D chess, right? Because he did commit the voter fraud to prove that voter fraud could easily be committed so that we would then in turn turn around and strengthening and strengthen our voting system. You know, I think Representative, uh -huh. Representative, uh -huh. Representative Cheney, she should get an Emmy. It's really. It's really, really good TV. Okay, give us a couple of examples of why you think she should get an Emmy. What was one of the? What was one moment that you really feel like she shined? It's not a single moment. It's consistency. It's just every single time. It's just like her responses I'm on every word. Yeah. Her arguments are so well put together, and she's speaking simply, but also artfully to where it, she's engaging it's it's as if it was written by Aaron Sorkin <laughs> one thing from Cassidy Hutchins testimony that is now being contested was the whole reaching from uh, behind to grab the wheel comment right because that that is the, yeah that statement so is for our listeners hearsay so for our listeners, can you elaborate on the statement that she made a little bit more? After the uh, infamous speech he gave on the morning of the 6th, and he was like, I'll be right there with you at the Capitol. Like, he really did want to go to the Capitol. Yeah, he, no. <laughs> Which, by the way, everybody, I want to let you know, Donald Trump showed up with that, like, riot, like, mob. The Capitol Police definitely would have fucking murked him. Like, you think they would have murked up the president? Like, if the rest of the mob was going after them? I don't, I don't think the country has it in them, dog. I really don't think they have. I really don't think we have it in us to like pull a Gaddafi. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm saying the cops out of like self-defense because, as Donald Trump said, according to Cassidy Hutchinson, take the mags as in. Uh, yeah. The the um, magnetic yeah, uh, the magnet metal detectors metal detectors yeah. yes they're not here with guns to hurt me right he said yeah they're not here to hurt me I'm <laughs> okay dumbass but somebody in that crowd might be you fucking idiot like that's literally my whole thought like like okay so you take away the max for them then oh okay then fucking Antifa can sneak in right like the fuck God he's such a fucking idiot anyway yeah. <laughs>
anyway. Uh, I mean, they didn't do it and they wouldn't do it, right? Um, and then he got mad because they were taking him back. Was it the White House they were taking him back to? Yeah, they were gonna take him back to the White House and he was throwing a bitch fit in the car and he was like, take me from the Capitol! And then he allegedly, with his tiny baby hands, reached up and tried to choke the driver and, and reach and, for the wheel. Reach for the wheel, um, as Stephen Colbert put it, must have forgetting that you need the pedals too. After trying to corroborate this with some other FBI agents who have, you know, the department has said that they are open to um, cooperating with the entire investigation and all of their agents, or the Secret Service, my bad, uh, and that the Secret Service is like open, right? Um, the agents have said as believable as it sounds, like as far as Trump behavior goes, it's not physically possible because this nigga's too fat. He couldn't have the way that the beast is set up, and that's the uh, yeah, presidential so the, limo that the they were riding in. Limousine. Yeah, the nickname is it's the, the beast. beast. Um, the way that the beast is set up is there's like a vestibule, uh, not a vestibule. What do they call it? A partition and things of that nature separating the president from the driver, and that the president is a bit too girthy to fit up to be able to actually <laughs> interact with the driver in the uh, front seat. Oh man, just wait until like 2038 when President Mr. Beast gets into the Beast for the first time. <laughs> so I, uh, why would you say that? Um, so I was going to transition into how Putin recently made a statement about how the rest of the world leaders wouldn't look good with their shirts off and a testament to his hypermasculinity. <laughs> But now you make me have to talk about how um, on Monday, Howard Stern announced rather uncertainly whether or not he might possibly could be running for president. Stern hasn't detailed just how serious about his possible presidential run was, but on Monday he said, I'm actually going to probably have to run for president now, voicing his disapproval of the overturning of landmark Roe v. Wade case. And it only costs like 350 bucks, but you name it, right? Today, he announced that his, uh, after a very candid conversation with a certain celebrity, his vice president would be Bradley Cooper. That's right. President <laughs> Howard Stern and vice president, American Sniper. Stern Cooper curing the hangover. Oh, I hate you for that. I hate you for that. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Bradley Cooper has like a presidential face. Yeah. Could you imagine Howard Stern going to like the G20 summit with those fucking like wet looking curly <laughs> And in the sunglasses, dog. Like, well, like I said, he'd be swearing in. Uh, what would Howard Stern swear in on? Howard Stern looks like he's cosplaying Neil Gaiman, right? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought Howard Stern looked like Slash without a hat. Uh, <laughs> Howard Stern looks like Neil Gaiman cosplaying Slash without a hat. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that this is a joke, except for Donald Trump literally descended from a golden escalator and called Mexicans rapists and criminals and then proceeded to win the candidacy. Um, proceed to win the election. <laughs> So, so, 
it's very likely that if Howard Stern were to win, okay, let's. In it's the not very. Race it's of, not. I'm assuming he would run as a Democrat. I'm assuming, right? Considering he's making. Ro- a, who would win a debate, Biden or Howard Stern? Absolutely, fucking Howard Stern. Are you kidding? Biden can barely hold a conversation. Stern has, I mean, like clearly held conversations daily <laughs> for the last like four decades of his With life. All sorts of different people. Maybe would you say Biden can't even ride a bike? Like, <laughs> do you think Donald Trump could? No. No, I don't. I don't. I was watching Internet Today, and they were talking about um, how. Donald probably doesn't even know how to drive a car, right? Because, like, in what situation would Donald have had to have driven a car in, like, the last 30, 40 years, right? Or, like, ever, for that matter, right? Like, he's been stupid rich his entire life. In Manhattan. He's probably had drivers. Now, I'm certain he probably knows how to drive a golf cart, but, like, something like The Beast? Could you imagine? (laughs) He'd probably crash into Comet Pizza. Into the basement of Comet Pizza. Yeah. I don't think you got that joke. I'm no hoping problem. our listeners got that joke. So <laughs> that was a Pizzagate reference. Howard um, Stern <laughs> is president. What would Howard Stern swear in on? I just want to know if he would the take the glasses. No, he would. Would he take the glasses off? No. I to hell no. That would hurt the brand. <laughs> Can you imagine him giving? Like presidential speeches and like State of the Unions with his fucking glasses and his denim jacket. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It would still be, the, it would be the is the denim Mr. Not President denim. Howard Stern show. He wouldn't quit. Oh Are you kidding God, me? no! It would, it would be like fireside chats with no, Howard Stern. It would be like fucking the U.S. presidency with a liberal Alex Jones. Like, <laughs> have you seen some of the things Howard Stern has done on his show? The yeah. fact, the idea that he thinks he could run for president, my nigga, like, come on. Come Donald on. Donald Trump. Fair enough. <laughs> See, like, you, when you told me this, I was like, oh, damn it, I have to take this seriously. When I read this, this was as crazy as uh, finding out about that brawl that happened over the week on that cruise ship. At about 2 p.m. on a cruise ship, Around 60 passengers broke out into a fight in the middle of the dance club uh, after an alleged threesome between passengers turned into a fiasco. Wow! Beer bottles were smashed and a woman may have been cut during the chaos. The brawl lasted for about an hour. (laughs) 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 And it took parties involved from the fifth floor to the ship's first floor. Uh, <laughs> this was a multi-level fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was thinking it was like the garden party from the Boondocks, where just one person throws a chair. Now I'm thinking it's like the video game Streets of Rage, where just like everybody's coming out to fight for no reason. Security had to call in the Coast Guard to help the ship <laughs> escort the ship to the shore after the fight. Um, and it's unclear if anyone was arrested in New York or New Jersey. Oh, that's it. The ship, uh, the cruise, it was a carnival cruise off the coast of New York. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it any better or any worse. What's the point of a cruise off of New York? Can you imagine being on a cruise and being woken up to a five level fight? <laughs> Round two. 
fight <laughs> between people involved in a legend. So it's not even a five level right. fight. That is straight up Super Smash Brothers. This this three. <laughs> Why do they not have a cruise ship level on Smash they Brothers? It's the Rainbow Cruise. Oh, that's right. It's just an annoying ass level. Sixty also, people. Every Star Fox level should count. So this threesome turned into an orgy in the worst way possible. Some people got smashed, but not in the way that they were thinking they were going to get smashed. At what point do you think people just, like, that had no connection to this whatsoever? Just started <laughs> jumping in? Because that's what had to have happened, right? Right? It was, like, so allegedly. Like, I can get it. Like, the threesome, the two people would go at it. I'm so, assuming it wouldn't be all three of them fighting. So the two I'm people go at it. And Max. They bump into somebody. They take that wrong. And, and then they fight the other two. Like at max, this maybe could a boy have been. comes in and then like there's, there's at like the eighth or ninth person. Why are you fighting? So at max, this had to have started out with like six people potentially. Yeah. It literally multiplied by ten. <laughs> also, five levels. Does that mean people are just like falling down the stairs, or are they just like running up the stairs? Like, oh, I got you, bitch! Drop kicking people. Uh, this feels this like straight up sounds like a, a Super Smash Brothers battle. Dude, it's happening all over the place too, right? Like I was it, watching internet today and they were talking about all these different, a fight broke out at an Eagles concert. <laughs> and they were like, during taking it easy, no less. Take it easy. <laughs> Yo, and it's like, yeah, a bunch of dudes was in the pit going at it. And yeah, no, fights is just breaking out all over the place. The shootings are up. People are outside, and I just want everybody to be safe because the it's... amount of violence is rising and crashing through. Branding. Yeah, no, I, I I believe that Howard Stern as president would still do the Howard Stern. What if Trump still did The Apprentice, but instead of like like shitty random businesses it would be like uh the secretaries in the cabinet i got one even better for you what if cameron diaz still did acting hi but you don't have to wait anymore here's why she's coming back that's right cameron diaz is coming out of retirement and her first movie is a feature with none other than pod favorite jamie fox called back in action her last screen role was in 20 title was in 2014 um, during the remake of Annie, which she also starred in with Jamie Foxx. I do not believe her and Jamie are together, right? Because she was just recently... Is Jamie married? Uh, is he married now? I don't know, but my point is, uh, are you a fan of Cameron Diaz? That's not my point. My question is, are you a fan of Cameron Diaz? Are you happy about this move? Um, I mean, I'm glad to she, see her back. She's excited. She also said that she was a little bit anxious to get back to acting. I mean, um, I believe it. Me, myself, and Irene, she's fucking hilarious in that movie. No, she's definitely got the comedic chop. I'm anxious to see what kind of movie this will be. There aren't a whole lot of details yet. Jamie Foxx, top 10 most talented people on Earth. Oh, absolutely. I've said it time and time again. I feel like he's widely underrated. Um, I feel like he's more talented than a Brad Pitt. Um, maybe even, no, not maybe, gonna say it. A lot of people who are listening right now, hello everybody that's listening, because I'm about to say a fire thing. Jamie Foxx is more talented than Leonardo DiCaprio. 
can Leonardo DiCaprio sing? I that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> see, can he the- play the piano? Have you seen Ray? I'm just saying, like, if you watch Ray and The Revenant, I would say that those are arguably same tier caliber acting, right? I'm not and when I say I personally think I'm not saying that Leo is a bad actor. I'm saying that Jamie Foxx could probably, if not definitely, keep up with the likes of a Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm thinking, yeah, at first I thought it was like, can Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx can sing, can Leo sing? But I think it's not that he can't sing, it's just we've never seen him in a role or position to where he had to, so he's never like. I'm sure. So you've Leo never seen. Oh, you mean we've never seen Leo yeah. do it? I'm saying because we've seen. I'm if you've we've seen. Definitely seen Jamie. The Jamie Fox show, right? Now, what I will say is that Jamie makes way more questionable decisions than Leo does. If you've well, seen, Jamie does more than Leo. If you've seen the new Netflix show that Jamie Fox has, you would know that Leonardo DiCaprio would never do no shit yeah. like that. <laughs> Some people like it. I, I've heard it's getting another season, but I am. I was like, oh, I'm okay with this um, one. All right, so I'm not saying different talent level, because clearly I just said I think Jamie Foxx is one of the 10 most talented people on the planet, right? Right, right. But I feel like people don't expect as much from Jamie, even though he can still get to that like super high. It's just kind of like, oh, cool, Jamie Foxx is doing this, or oh, Jamie Foxx is doing that, where it's like when Leo is some, in something, it's like you have a certain expectation of highbrow artistry with a Leo movie. No, I totally agree with you there, right? Uh, you don't know what to expect from Jamie because he is so versatile. Yeah, like Jamie could be a guest star on a sitcom. Yeah. Leo would never. Never, no. Oh my God. <laughs> like, maybe that's what I mean. Leo would maybe like guest star in an episode of like a Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Like, or maybe like a, oh God, could you imagine what Leo would have been like in Empower? I would totally, I could. friend like, Basically like uh, Ben Affleck to Matt Damon in Good Will Hunting. You think he would be an ally to Ghost? I totally feel like I he think, would I be- I feel like a, he probably has some like connection to Tommy. I feel like he would be a series, like he would have a run as like an adversary kind of thing. Like a dude moving in from the uh, New England area, first, setting up- My uh, first thought would be uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from The Deported. Yeah, definitely. Leo in an episode of Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Not happening. Or a new I mean, girl. That, I could see Jamie Foxx in an episode of a new, new girl. girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Couldn't see. So my question is, is does that make Jamie a better actor? Right? Because Leo clearly has acting chops. But could Leo come down from that high art level to make something like a Big Bang Theory guest appearance look good? Because I feel like Jamie could. Well, Jamie definitely could. Like, I I mean, Jamie's done guest appearances on random sitcoms all the time. You like how we started this talking about Cameron Diaz returning to acting and then we just went off celebrating all the accolades of Jamie Foxx? Uh, yeah, no. But, Way like, to go for female representation, guys. <laughs> Jamie just does more. He's more prolific than Leo. He just produces no, absolutely. more shit. And I would argue that Jamie kind of has to be, even though I believe Jamie won an Oscar before Leonardo DiCaprio did too. Uh, <laughs> but that's and not all- not like a year or two, like a long. Way <laughs> yeah, but I also feel like that's because he had to. He has to push that way, right? Yeah. So I guess 
I wouldn't, I'd never be shocked to see Jamie Foxx in like a guest star of a sitcom. But I'm also not shocked to see Jamie Foxx do the most impressive acting performance of, of in a movie for an, an entire year. Like, oh, also, duh. Wouldn't be shocked either way. I'm sure our listeners are sitting here going, Django, Django, Django. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, literally. Like, literally, we're sitting here talking about them and they were in fucking. How did we go that entire time without just being like, oh, they were in a fucking movie together? <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> the answer is whiskey. Uh, what's your favorite Cameron Diaz movie? Shrek excluded. I was going to say the only correct answer is Shrek, but so Shrek excluded. <laughs> Shrek excluded? Probably my best friend's wedding. Mm. I have to go with the mask, right? And it's not even because... <laughs> It's like, no, that's terrible. That's a terrible answer. No, it's, it's gotta be Shrek. Uh, she was great in Gangs in New York, though, too. Oh, right, she was in So we were talking about customer service and we were talking about comebacks and we were talking about the, uh, the talent of Jamie Foxx. So let's talk about something that's entirely relevant to all of this. The viral video of that guy bringing McDonald's to his kid. Mm, and I think right here would be a good spot to open up for listener call-in. So if you guys want to chime in, now would be a good time to call in. But let's go over what exactly this viral video is. All right, cool. So we'll start. We'll set the parameters here. Household. Baby mama. Four kids. Different baby daddies. At least two baby daddies. So two. Two plus X baby daddies, right? All four kids live in the house with the mom, no baby daddies. One baby daddy comes with McDonald's for their kid, one of four. Mama's like, he's trifling, he brings McDonald's and isolates the one kid. So he shows up with food for his son, but not the siblings, even though they are not his kids. They're not his kids. They're not his kids. He only has one kid in the house. He showed up with food for the one kid, because as she said, she does not get her food stamps till the 11th, right? And she is arguing that it is fucked up that he consistently brings food for his son and not his son's other siblings when he knows she has three other kids. The internet is in a fucking uproar over this shit, right? Um, considering the absurdity of it all. It felt like a skit written by Spike Lee. I've seen the cops in Baltimore get called on people for less. It is absolutely absurd um, the way that this thing has taken over the internet. And I just want to know, so what were your reactions when you saw the video for the first time? I'm gonna take a different angle. Why is she mad at the other baby daddies? Mmm. Okay, do you want to explain yourself a little bit or do you want me to give my opinion? I mean, everybody was like, this might just be a hot take, but I'm just taking it, I'm taking a zag. Taking a zag. A zag for zig? <laughs> Zigzags. Okay. That's branding. We're gonna yep. brand that. Zigzags. So. Tangent. What about the, uh, the other baby daddies? You know, she said when she started videotaping, oh, he's such a good daddy, everybody's right. thinking that. She and was gonna I, expose him, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna expose him. Well, why are you mad at the one dad taking care of his kid? What about the other baby daddy? Shouldn't you be mad at them? 
I I get her point with isolating the kid from her, the siblings, but seriously, is bringing McDonald's to the kid because they ran out of food stamps? You can't tell me that she didn't tell the other baby daddies that she's out of food stamps. So I want to know what you guys think. Uh, if anybody wants to call in and give their opinion on the whole matter, like we said, uh, if you're just now tuning in, viral video recently, a dad is bringing food for his child to the mother who has custody of the child along with three other children that do not belong to him. And the <clears throat> video was seeking to expose him for being a terrible father for not bringing food for the other kids that, that he does not have any responsibility over. Right. In any other terms. Right. She doesn't it doesn't seem like she expects him to buy them clothes. Right. Or yeah. to pay for their doctor's visits. It's just, you know, he brought McDonald's for his son and didn't bring McDonald's for any of her other kids. And so she ended the video by taking the McDonald's and throwing it in the middle of the street. Well, that's just petty. Um, after he offered to let the kid come eat it in the car, you know, she he was like, make him eat it in the room. And she was like, I'm not going to separate him. While we're waiting, I'll give my opinion. Uh, while we're waiting for somebody to call in, I'll give my opinion here. This shit is embarrassing. Stop embarrassing y'all selves like this. I don't know what she really thought or who she thought she was going to expose here, but she ended up exposing the both of them, right? Uh, him for being fairly reasonable and conducting himself fairly calmly during this entire thing, right? I would, I would say if you watch the video, that's not subjective, right? Like didn't he, he just say like you're dumb? He handled himself like Johnny Depp's lawyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was, I was watching this and I was like, this is the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial in a microcosm. I mean, it kind of, kind of, kind of, uh, except for her dog didn't step on a bee. Yeah. <laughs> No, this shit is, it's stupid, right? Like, I don't think, I don't understand why, obviously, it's clout chasing, right? Like, she really thought she was going to get her $300,000 donation, right? Like, the dude from Burger King that we yeah. talked about earlier. No, sis, it ain't happening. Uh, instead, you look like a fool, right? Uh, you got this man looking like a fool for laying up with you. It's not his fault your food stamps don't come until the 11th. You need to budget hey, your food better, I the remember, fuck? <laughs> clearly, his his child with her is probably the youngest, based off of what I can gather. Remember, she was like, you knew what you were getting into when you got with me. Hey, my man like, said, no, no I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I could assume that, you know, maybe he was the first and he didn't know she was going to be wild like that, right? Like, I'm not here trying to shame somebody for having a different kind of family life, right? But what I do think is shameful is you trying to expose somebody for your benefit and for like internet justice. Yeah, what's the point in videotaping it? That's what I said. The, the, so I'm She's thinking- like, at the end of the day, what's the point? So everybody in the neighborhood, like, would she think this was just going to go viral in the neighborhood, right? And chicks wouldn't want to sleep with him because he brings his son McDonald. He'd take care of his kids, right? He's just not, oh, because he not balling like that, right? Like, you want him to take all the kids? You want me to take all your badass kids? <laughs> God. Oh, shout out to Kanye. Um, apparently... Nicki Minaj and Kanye not getting along. That's the new alleged thing, right? She apparently dissed this nigga at Essence Fest and said we don't fuck with clowns after she cut her iconic feature on the Monster track for, with Kanye and Rick Ross and Jay-Z short. 
but yeah no i mean come on guys let us know what you think about you know anything that we've talked about this evening you know whether it be the whole roe v wade and the supreme court trying to get maryland officials to enforce its no picketing signs so they can stop being harassed or the burger king employee having to turn to the route of gofundme to get his just desserts after being a dedicated employee for 27 years straight oh and other roe v wade news we didn't cover this earlier but it looks like google will now auto delete abortion clinic visits from users location history um so those data points cannot be used against somebody in states where they are pushing for more strict abortion that's laws that's that's neat <laughs> that's neat yeah it's just neat that's, that's cool that's nice that, that's 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 thinking outside the box I just think it sucks that we're in a position where you know the, it is literally like the governmental system that we have now is trying to force a corporatocracy on us right um and we have a what we do have is a cold civil I'm war give you happening. A hypothetical though if you're talking to a girl and she plugs in her phone and it goes onto the android auto and it's on the screen and it says abortion clinic labeled or like starred not like recent history but like starred wow probably a red flag I think it's a red flag that we've even gotten to this point, right, where a company like Google has to step in to look out for its users when, you know, and some would say that this is the least Google can do, considering that they've ruined the way data and privacy works for generations to come. So I guess this is a step in the right direction for Google sticking to their motto of not being evil. I wouldn't have thought of that, but if like some intern came to me with that idea, I'd, I'd pitch that to my. But why do we? Yeah. Why do we exist? In, <laughs> why do we exist in a timeline where this has to happen? Right, where uh, the CEO of Dick Sporting Goods is stepping out and saying that it will support women who have to look out of state for you know their health care. Yeah. It is insane to me that we are in a position where they are literally forcing a corporatocracy on us, right? What I feel like is really happening right now is there is a cold civil war happening between the Christian conservative right and the corporatocracy that is the democratic or it, the overarching uh, controlling party in this country, right? Um, they're not democratic, they're not Republican. Yeah, yeah. It's just literally everybody else. Yeah it's the conservative christian right versus everybody, everybody else. the the overarching elite right because not everybody else we're the working class the working class could be considered the third party in this civil war here but uh they haven't we haven't unified yet right we're still caught up in the propaganda of this or that cause versus this or that narrative you know these morals versus my morals like you know because this another ruling that came down from the supreme court this week the right to prayer in schools right uh that coach that was fired from his job for kneeling and praying at the end of games and then students started joining in with yeah, him I, at first when you told me that i'm like i mean that's not wild then you showed me the video where it was basically like a circle pit of them screaming jesus like i'm like 
guys like and you know a lot of people's points to that is what happens when you know someone lays down with a prayer rug after a game right or uh the church of satan tweeted out after the ruling like okay guys i guess we'll be holding you know yep. sermons and stuff after, after basketball games right so what happens the church of satan is hilarious what happens when that but Unfortunately, as much as I hate to say something like this, in a situation like the one we're facing, we kind of need things like the Church of Satan to remind people how absurd it is that a specific, I mean, Lauren Boebert came out just recently and said that she's tired of the separation between church and state and that the church should be defining how the state runs, right? The same woman who allegedly was accessible on like all access stars or well, whatever no, like, i don't think it's allegedly the allegedly is that ted cruz was a climber no no so the escort thing is still unsubstantiated but she did have like like a low-class actor like management page on one of those like access star sites or something like that a profile on yeah. one of those sites along with a lot of the, <laughs> these different like gop candidates it's just it's all a sideshow to them Son, it really feels like that that portion of the country is has leaned into the sideshow act so fucking hard. I don't know what to make of it uh, moving forward here into election season. I know here in the DMV will be. You should going. be voting for <clears throat> Dan Glennon. I would, and you can too. Because uh, none of this shit is, is normal. normal. And for anybody who is a card player and needs to pick up Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Flesh or Blood, or any other board games or supplies, you can check out TokenMPG.com, use the promo code Ziggy, and get 10% off of your order. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. This time we tried something a little bit different, so I apologize for any hiccups. Um, if you enjoyed us, you can find us at the Flood Pod on anything. And that is on everything. Anything. On everything. everything. <laughs> uh, that's all the socials, anywhere you find your podcast. Uh, we've also got a Discord. We've got a Twitch stream. A League of Legends account. <laughs> we've got an Instagram. we got a TikTok. You can find me at SignatureDio on Twitter. And I'm at Ziggy Starscream on literally everything. Um, new episodes every Saturday. Don't forget to give us a rating and uh, let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. And keep your death threats to 140 characters or less. We'll see you guys next Sunday. Deuces! Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. It is time to talk.